0: Welcome back to the Shots to Side podcast. I am joined by Matt Rungi. I'm your host, Alex. Uh, if you didn't listen to our previous two episodes, we talked about the Cleveland Cavaliers and what they're going through, with their breakdown, as, long, as well as the Chicago Bulls and what their playoff hopes are looking for. Um, today, we are going into the Detroit Pistons. Um, interesting topic today or interesting team, I should say. Going through their roster without the additions and subtractions, you have Cade Cunningham, Killian Hayes, Corey Joseph at the point guard positions, shooting guard, you have Saban Lee, small forward, Sadiq Bay. you got Diallo at power forward, you got Marvin Bagley who signed a new deal to join the Pistons as well. Kelly Olenek, you got Isaiah Livers, center position, you got Isaiah Stewart. Um, some no- notable additions that they added onto the team, which really I think completes this team to make it, you know, look a lot better on paper than it did last year. You got Jaden Ivey, who they got with the, I believe, fifth pick. Fifth pick, right? Uh yeah, fifth pick. Fifth pick, yep. Jalen Duran, who they got with the eleventh pick, which they traded to get that from the new was it New York Knicks?
1: Knicks, yeah. Yep.
0: And then they also traded uh, with the New York Knicks to get New Orleans' New Noel as their backup center, Kevin Knox as a role piece as a four three. They got Alec Burks as well from the Knicks as a shooting guard substitute. As long as well as Buddy Boheim, who might see some minutes, may not, as well as Braxton Key. Uh, yeah, those they are
1: both two ways.
0: Right, and they ended up losing Jeremy Grant, the Portland Trailblazers, Rodney McGruder, Carson Edwards, Frank Jackson, and Luke Garza. Um, Matt, uh, just start off. Like, what do you what do you think of this Detroit Pistons team and? Uh, What's the future hold for them?
1: Uh, you know, I think they made some great offseason additions. I think they really rounded out their roster kind of by getting J- Jay, and Ivy in the draft, kind of
0: shoring up that Steel, um, steal.
1: Yeah, honestly, a steal a little bit. So, but having a guard duo of Cade Cunningham and Jay and Ivy, which you know it's not the best in the league right now, but I think like it has like the potential to be if they develop the way that like the Pistons hope they will. Um, right. So that could be really nice for them in the future. And then I think uh, honestly, like making that trade for Jalen Duran was a a great trade too, in my opinion. Um, I think he, he looks like he's got a lot of upside to him, and I think um, <coughs> uh, in addition to. Isaiah Stewart beef stew who's already me. there. Um, I think, uh, you know, he's young too. So he even has some upside, but, I, uh, I like Jalen Duran a lot. I think he, he's going to be a good defender. I think if I'm not mistaken too, He was the youngest player in the draft too. So, I mean, just tons of upside and potential for him. Um, and then I think even guys like who were there last year and are younger, like, uh, Isaiah livers, uh, is his second year and Steak Bay who's young too, Marvin Bagley still young. Like just a ton of youth on this uh Pistons team that all has a ton of upside. I think at the end of the last year too, like it looks like even like k Cunningham could potentially even be like a superstar type player if um he keeps progressing just based off of how he played to close the season. I mean he was making plays all over the court and um Sadiq Bay even dropped a 50 ball towards the end of the year. So, like, right. that, that, there's a lot of upside to like on this Pistons roster. Um, what are your thoughts about it so far?
0: Yeah, I mean, if you're a casual NBA watcher, you know, you see the Detroit Pistons, you see the Orlando Magic, you see the Houston Rockets as a bottom three team, which, you know, we saw that in the draft. But, I mean, this this entire NBA you know, future is filled with great talent. And, you know, just looking at Orlando, they got great young talent. You look at Houston, they got great young talent with, you know, Jalen Green, um, a bunch of, you know, Paulo or not Paolo, but uh, Jabari. Um, and Detroit is along with that. And I think Detroit was a huge winner in this draft, you know, bringing in Jaden Ivey as a steal to get at the number five pick. Um, was huge, you know, he, he didn't play much in summer league, but I think come playtime, you know, he's going to be, a, you know, a mini version of uh, John ja Morant. I think he's got that explosion to kind of bring this team, um, you know, a little bit up in their transition where, you know, Kate Cunningham is more of a, a pass first, you know, still developing his shot a little bit, but you um, he really didn't push it too much in transition. And then you get a young 19 year old like Jalen Duran who you can really build around, who's going to turn 20, you know, this coming year. But, um, I, I wouldn't expect a lot from him because, you know, you got Isaiah Stewart at your, your center position. They definitely brought in Nerlens Noel for a reason to be that backup center. Um, I think Jalen Duren is, you know, still, you know, a young project. they, you know, is a great player that they drafted at the right position at number 11. And it might take him, you know, two or three years to really come into his own. But, you know, I think uh, give this team, uh, you know, two or three, four or five years. And I think this team is going to come back to its glory days where you see them in, you know, top of the Eastern conference and, I really love what I saw out of Cade Cunningham as the number one draft pick last year. I think he really played well. Um, Sadiq Bay had flashes, um, especially when Jeremy Grant was out, which you couldn't count on Jeremy Grant last year because we we thought when Jeremy Grant came out or came into the Detroit Pistons locker room that he would bring that kind of veteran presence and, and put up 30 points kind of like the year before, but you know, injuries kind of plagued him a little bit. And then also, you know, he couldn't find his rhythm after he came back. So um, getting him out and then letting Sadiq Bay kind of take over that three position. And then I think also bringing in Marvin Marvin Bagley. I think, you know, we didn't see a lot of him last year as well. But I think, you know, the, the door is still open for Mar- Marvin Bagley. I think... Him becoming what he should have out of Duke when he came out of the draft, I think, is still a possibility. I think, you know, he can, he, he showed last year he can shoot the three as a stretch four. Um, he's got size. Defense might be a question, but he can block shots. So um, I'm not expecting a ton out of this, this Detroit Pistons team this next year, but if they can be, you know, sub. So far, five hundred. You know, five hundred. I think that's a win in my books.
1: Yeah, I agree. So, yeah, looking um in the next year of uh, how I think they potentially do, uh, I kind of agree in the terms. You, I don't, I don't necessarily see them quite yet as um you know like um a team that would. Even like make the play in next year, I think I think they'll push for it maybe a little bit, but I think um, I think they're probably one more year away. Just because I I think like the rookies this year gotta develop, and then I think um, I think Cade's gotta develop a little bit more. You know, I'd like to see a little bit more consistent three point shot from Cade. Um, right, that was one of the biggest areas that he was lacking last year. Um, I know that that could have something to do with like. I think he didn't he miss like the first like couple weeks, and then like Two he weeks. just went on this. Yeah, and then he went on this crazy like start to the his career where he went like he just could not like buy a three for his first couple of games or something like that. It was like he went like oh for like it was something crazy like oh for eighteen or something, and then he started hitting more consistently from three. But I think if he can get his three shot a little bit more consistent, and then you know if him and Ivy can. Get, get some chemistry together and stuff like that. I think, you know, this, te- this team has a lot of pieces that I think they could be a really good team in the future. I think it would honestly do them good not to make the playoffs this year, like, right. and be a lottery team still. Cause I think adding one more piece and like, this could be like a scary core all on the same timeline for the future. Um, but I love the direction that they're heading in. Um, I think it's good for – it's good to see teams, like, that have been good in the past um, be able to, like, turn things around, and like – because this has been, like, a, a rebuild, like, a long time coming. I know, like – I think they changed over uh, ownership or GMs. I can't remember which. I mean, for sure GM. I'm not sure about ownership, but um, – because they, they had struggled for a while. Like, they were kind of just in, like, no man's land. Um, but it's nice to see that they're actually kind of, like, you know, like building a solid young core that will be good in the future.
0: Yeah, I mean, you no man's land was the kind of verbiage I was kind of get it, try to get around because, like, you know, bringing in a player like players like Nerlens Noel, Kevin Knox, Alec Burks, you know, those players from the Knicks that showed that they can really play solid basketball for the Knicks, but not get them over the hump. I think it really adds depth to this uh Detroit Pistons team. And, you know, Cade Cunningham was kind of lacking that behind his depth with, you know, Corey jo- Joseph is a, a solid backup. Uh Killian Hayes, you know, we saw some minutes from him, but you know, it didn't really show us too much after his third year. Um but I think I think Alex Alec Burks is a great veteran to bring in behind behind these two. And, and I think uh, it really will help in trying to make this team better than just a bottom three team, um, especially in the Eastern conference. Um, I'm really looking at, you know, the uptake in minutes around Cade Cunningham. I'm looking at, you know, how much minutes are they going to give to Marvin Bagley or, you know, and then also is Sadiq Bey going to be more consistent along with Cade Cunningham as well from, Behind the arc, um, Jaden Ivey. Uh, we already saw in Summer League. Like, is he going to stay healthy? That's going to be a key. Uh, and then also, the question mark behind Jalen Duran. Like I kind of pointed out er- earlier, where you know, are we going to see him play that backup center position behind Isaiah Stewart? Is Nerlens Noel going to get that backup minute position? Um, what are your thoughts on the backup center position, which is I think a great area of this Detroit Pistons team where they have three solid centers.
1: Yeah. So I think uh, obviously Isaiah Stewart will probably be the starting center because I think he's the most polished so far. Um, but I think uh, Nerlens Noel's had some trouble staying healthy like over his years. So um I mean, you don't even know if he's going to be healthy like throughout the whole entire season. But I think he's honestly a great player like for uh, Durin to like model some of his game off of. Because even though Noel hasn't like totally panned out in the NBA, he was still a lottery pick. And he still is, is and was like a really good rim protector. And I think, you know, some of his defensive abilities are like good veteran like abilities to like help teach Dur- Durin and bring him along a little bit. Um, you know, I I know that his career hasn't panned out the way he would have liked, but I think he still has, can be useful to them too. Like even like in a backup like role for them, like, cause I, I don't think Durin will necessarily be ready this year. Like I think, I mean, he's the young he was the youngest person in the draft. He's not even 19 yet, which is kind of crazy. Um, which is honestly really crazy because he's still like a hundred days from being 19. Um, right. So I wow. think, I, I think uh, he, I mean, he's got like in the summer league, he looked really good and has a lot of potential, but I think he'll probably be like a year away. Like he'll probably contribute a, a lot more next year, but I think mainly this year, it'll probably be like a trio of like um, Stuart Noel and, because uh, Olenek can play center sometimes too so I think right. he could even be in there um, you know I'd like to see like this isn't backup center but I would like to see Isaiah Livers getting more minutes too I, I like him a lot I think um, some of the stuff he showed me towards the end of last year was like um, really good especially from three point he, he had a really consistent three point shot last year um, I think that's that's something that Cade needs around him is he needs guys that are going to consistently knock down shots when he's distributing it because Cade does a great job of getting into the lane and uh, a lot of times like if you watch some like the games down the stretch like Cade would get into the lane they'd collapse he'd hit somebody open and they'd brick a shot and you know so like having guys like Sadiq Bey and like uh, Livers if and then just like other guys, too, need to step up and start knocking down open shots because, like, Kate, Kate has a great ability to get into the lane, and I think um, guys got to start helping him out, paying that off. Um, I think even just, like, adding another, like, dynamic guard, like, Ivy's going to help with that, too. So, you know, just overall, I, I, I really like this uh, core that they got going. Um, I think, you know, the biggest question will probably be, like, so far will be like the defensive end um just in terms of like their young team like um like kind of a they're a little bit undersized just because like uh Isaiah Stewart's not the biggest center in the world um
0: plays tough though.
1: but plays tough he he wanted to swing on the bronze so I love that um <laughs>
0: <laughs> he had to like, bring that up, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> took three, it
1: took three people to hold him back. So, you know, um, I love that intensity out of him. So, yeah, I'm, exci- I'm, I'm excited to watch this Pistons team this year.
0: I think the main thing about a young team like this, like when you have such great young talent with Kate Cunningham, Jade I- Jaden Ivey, Sadiq Bay, Isaiah Stewart, uh, so on and so on, um, I think the the next step is bringing in that veteran presence uh to kind of like bring those guys together and then also um, teach them new things that you know they haven't experienced in this league so far so bringing in like players like you know like they did last year with Kelly Olynyk they brought in Alec Burks this year uh Corey Joseph is a great veteran uh point guard uh Nerlis Noel you know 26 27 year old center who can Teach Jalen Duran, teach Isaiah Stewart, um, and then bring in another young player like Kevin Knox. I mean, this this team is really Kevin Knox. Who's that? As a young young talent. (laughs) I think he's a good young talent. I mean, I think the New York thing New York Knicks didn't give him the time of day. I mean when you're drafting a guy that high up with Kevin Knox, like And you don't play him at all, like that's on Tom Thibodeau. Like that's. Well, yeah, how
1: do you expect them to develop?
0: Right, that's what I'm saying. They don't play at all. I mean, maybe I shouldn't have added Kevin Knox in on my little, you know, segue onto the veteran presence, obviously, but um, I think that is the key, though, to adding into this Detroit Pistons squad where you have good young talent. You just need to find. Those veteran, you know, players that have been in this league for a while that can teach you, you know, the the arc of playing in the NBA, you know, over what you already have learned through, you know, learning from, you know, some of the players that you look up to in the NBA. Um, I think that's the next key. I think Alec Burks is a great. I think you got to start Alec Burks at the two, even if Jaden Ivey. Is ready day one. I think you got to play Alec Burks day one with Caden Cade Cunningham. Just a you know, you got a good solid guard with, with Alec Burks who can ball handle, you know, he can shoot the ball. And then, you know, I think it plays off of what Sadiq Bay can do, which is spot up threes, you know, dribble drive, great defender. Um, I, I think really the question for this team this next season is, you know, don't try to go into it thinking that you're going to be a, you know, four, three, two seed in the East. Like maybe that's their goal, but I mean, you're. I think that's too high of standards for this team and you got to be able to, to, you know, come back down to earth and, and really just know where you're at in this, in this scenario. And, Given that, though, I think I think there's a lot of promise in this Detroit team. I think in this division, though, I think they're a solid I- – I'd-, I'd put them at number four, you know, above Indiana. Um, I think it's Milwaukee. I think it's Cleveland, and then I think it's Chicago, and I think, you know, right behind them is Detroit. But I wouldn't say it's by a lot. I think, you know – Chicago, you know, has a window. I think Cleveland and Milwaukee are still rising. Um, next year, I think you know, definitely, you could definitely see this Detroit Pistons team being that that three seed in this division and possibly getting into um, play-in scenarios, and also, you know, maybe maybe you see them as the you know six seed seven eight seed so um i think it, there's a lot to hope for if you're a detroit piston fan and you know i'd be i'd be ecstatic if i was living in detroit with the young talent they have
1: yeah i I agree with all that i think um yeah they should definitely temper their expectations this year but um you know I, they just have so many pieces that like and so much potential like uh, I really like the fact too that, that they did take like a chance on someone like Marvin Bagley, who like is still very young and still can you know like end up now he's getting a chance. Like I, I feel like they kind of play games with him a little bit in Sacramento, um, and there's some tension there. Like Sacramento was kind of was kind of dysfunctional for him, um, but I th- I still see the potential in them. Like uh, same thing, say along the same lines with somebody like Kevin Knox, like not to the same extent as Bagley but like it's I think it's nice to see like young upcoming teams take chances on some guys um just that because you you never know like if you can find somebody they can end up breaking out outside of the draft too that can always help um but yeah I just like the direction that they're heading I think uh you know this year probably isn't the year like I I I think it'll be tight between Indiana and um, Detroit for whoever's last in the division. I think, yeah, kind of depends on who starts tanking first towards the end of the year. Um, whoever's in it last, um, because I, I know once these teams are out of the playoffs, they're gonna be it's gonna be the tank for um Victor Wembenya. They're gonna <laughs> hop in on that once that once they get eliminated, but. Right. Until then, I think it, it'll be a tight race between those guys. I think Indiana's got a pretty nice young core too. Um, not to the same extent, just because I think K. Cunningham is the most upside out of, out of any of those young players out of any team.
0: And um, after in the draft.
1: Well, and even and even Ivy might even have more potential than anybody on the Pacers. Um, that's debatable though, because I, I like Hal Burton.
0: Um, yeah, you know what, looking back at
1: it though, it's, uh, it's actually kind of funny too, that like, that like, it's too bad that they took Killian Hayes when like four picks later was Hal Burton. Um, and then like 10 picks later was Cole Anthony, who I would rather have too. um,
0: I don't <laughs> think that... he fits the system though. And, in and, in, in, uh, in, yeah, in, he uh... probably
1: doesn't, but I mean, Hal Burton absolutely does. Um. Well, I'm just saying in general, like Killian Hayes, like this is a definitely a prove it year for Killian Hayes. Like uh, I think he needs to show that he belongs in this like core, you know. Yeah. Um, he's a good defender. He just can't do anything on offense. Um, yeah, but I, uh, you know, besides Killian Hayes, like uh, this rebuild has been great, and I, uh, I would have to say that they're. For sure, one of the best cores, if not the best core, um, which leads us kind of into our next topic, If unless you have anything else you want to say about the Pistons here. Uh,
0: well, no, yeah, like one thing uh, I wanted to ask you is, you know, I think a lot of Detroit Pistons fans want to know the question, like you know, what do you want to see in terms of, you know, development when it comes to Kate Cunningham and a lot of these young Pistons players?
1: Yeah, I'd say the biggest thing is more just, like, consistency. Like, I think with guys like Sadiq Bey and Cunningham, like, you saw tons of flashes, like, especially with Cade, like, just, some of the plays you made out there were just, like, phenomenal for a rookie. But you want to see that more frequently, like, not necessarily the flashy plays, but just like the right play, and I think that'll come with time. I I just think that like maybe one more year and then getting more chemistry with some of these guys too is gonna help. Um, I honestly wouldn't be surprised either if uh, Steek Bay took another step though, because I I yeah. think you know I think he was up and coming this last year, and I just think I think fifty point games. Well, yeah, I think he he was kind of part of the reason that made it so easy to move on from Jeremy Grant is that, that they probably saw, like, you know, like, yeah. we want to make sure he's getting maximum minutes that we can give him and then give him more opportunities, too. Like, whereas it seemed like at times Grant kind of took away from Sadiq Bey. Um, So that'll be nice to see. And I think I kind of want to – I definitely want to see more consistency out of Isaiah Stewart. Um especially against bigger centers, too. Like, I know, I know. Uh, like, guys like Embiid, like, terrorized most centers. But, like, I mean, there was times where he absolutely just – Isaiah Stewart looked like he was hot garbage against Joel <laughs> Embiid at times in a couple games. But, like, uh, I think, uh, you know, just more consistency out of all these young guys. But that's part of being young, though. Like, we even see that as guys that we think are better, like, uh, we still see it have jaw and like Anthony Edwards is still inconsistent. And like, that just happens with being young. So I think uh just another year of playing together and just being in the NBA, um, not being injured to start the year for Cade because last year was injured to start the year. So Cute. all of those things, you know, I think they factor into it. And, um, but yeah, I would be very excited if I was a Pistons fan, I would be, hyping Kate up big time if I was a business fan, uh, oh, yeah. you know, and Jade and Ivy too. So.
0: Yeah. Um, let's move on to our second round of this episode. Um, uh, Matt, uh, you got a, a key question for us to, uh, kind of answer for the uh, community here at Chessside.
1: Yeah. So my question was, um, since we've been talking about this young core of the pistons uh who do you guys think between the pistons the magic okc and houston has the best young core who which core would you want for like if you were a gm choosing a core to build your team off of which one would you want yeah so make say? sure
0: yeah make sure to comment below make sure to send us a gmail uh email of who you guys think and why would be the best young core. Um, for me, I think uh, right now as it stands, um, you could make a case for OKC and the young talent that they have and the draft picks they put together, uh, as well as Houston and Orlando. Um, I have to go with the team we were just talking about it in Detroit, um, I think. Cade Cunningham, first overall pick last year, you know, a lot of people thought that he should be the first overall pick. And there was also a lot of players that or a lot of people, a lot of fans and players that thought, you know, he was overrated and, you know, didn't, wouldn't contribute to winning, which, you know, I, I totally disagree with. I, I thought he played fantastic last year when he played, um, I think the additions they added in this year with Jalen Duran, along with um, Jaden Ivey were great additions, great steals in the draft this year. Um, I think bringing in Sadiq Bay after, you know, he showed us last year that he's more than just a defender. He can score the ball at a high volume. Um, he showed it summer league or not summer league, but in, um, um, Different leagues around around the U.S. that he can he can put up points with the best. Um, I think that is, you know, Detroit is my top pick for for these top four young teams that uh, you know have some promise in this league. Um, what are your thoughts, Matt?
1: Yeah, I'd um, not quite agree. Like I, I think Detroit, <laughs> <laughs> Detroit's probably. Uh, my second favorite, if I had to pick. I'm but,
0: sorry, Detroit Pistons fans. I got yeah. I got your back. I got your back. Yeah, it's,
1: a, it's not that I don't like the Pistons. I, I just think I like uh, OKC just a little bit more just because I think uh, SGAs are already a, an established player. And I think he's um, on the verge of like, you know, it's tough because like at the end of the season, they're always in tank mode. So like you don't get to see a full season always of them. Um, But I think why don't
0: you why don't you just get to the point and tell everybody that the real reason is because you're a huge Chet Holmgren fan and that's why. It's
1: uh I'm not a huge Chet Holmgren fan. I'm a. <laughs> oh, don't lie! <laughs> don't
0: lie to the fans. No, I like.
1: I like. I just feel like just the potential of Chet is just like off the charts. I I think like when you already have like an established star like Shay, and then. You pair that with somebody with like the ceiling of Chet, and then Giddy last year was a great lottery pick. I think like, I mean, some of the the passes that he throws at, at this age is just like unreal. Like he just has eyes in the back of his head, um, which which is nice too because I think Shea's more of a scorer than a passer, um, so he fits really nicely with them. Would definitely like to see the three ball be a little bit better for um giddy because that'll help open things up more um
0: or or the entire OKC team
1: yeah or the entire team outside of Shea um but I think you know like they also added two other like lottery picks this year too so that that's like I mean they're just adding just a boatload of lottery picks and then they already got a a nice defender in Lou Dort who they just re-signed um
0: they, all,
1: they also have a treasure chest full of picks left still. Um, so I, I just feel like they're, they're in a position where, like, the ceiling is probably higher. Whether they realize it or not is to be seen a little bit still. But uh, all right, that's why I would go with OKC. But, I mean, the Pistons definitely aren't far behind. I think it, if uh, Sadiq Bay takes another step this year, you know, I think they're kind of on a similar level where, like, you have one established guy along with like
0: what? Don't with don't like try to come back guy. onto my side. Don't come back on this Detroit Pistons fan. I mean well, I'm still
1: I'm still rolling with OKC. No doubt. I'm just saying I would go OKC first, Pistons second, Magic third, Houston last.
0: But they're I'm all my nice
1: SM core.
0: I'm telling all the Detroit Pistons fans right now, like I'm on your side, Matt. As much as he wants to say like, "Hey, I'm your second behind OKC," you know what? Don't 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 give him any credit because like I am on Detroit's side of the best young talent. <laughs> he can he can try to woe you with his words when it comes to the second hey, best. Well, but,
1: hey, you got to rank them too though. Who who's your second then?
0: Yeah, I mean Detroit's first. I mean. I'd I'd have to go OKC second just because you know I like I like Chet and what he can bring. You in. hear that
1: OKC fans? Yeah, oh number my two.
0: Gosh. Number Actually two.
1: Just ripping on you guys number right two. now. Number two. i I'm
0: sorry. I'm, He's a Chet hater. Nah, now nah, I'm I'm a Minnesota born fan. I love Chet. That's whatever. If you if you want to hate on me because I put him put okc you second hear, go ahead you hear that go australia
1: he, he's a josh giddy <laughs> hater you
0: no, got no, a whole no.
1: other country hating you right now no
0: i just want to see josh giddy not shoot a three and get blocked every single time <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah okc second i like orlando third just because i'm a huge Palo fan um that's another team that has to stay healthy um and then houston's fourth for me. You know, I'm not, I'm not the biggest Jabari, Jabari fan, but you know, maybe they, Jabari can prove me wrong, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it, the magic are interesting. Cause I think it, if Suggs has a better year this year, like my opinion could change a lot about them. Like, yes, so if, I, I like Paulo I'm sold on Paulo, but if if Suggs is a better year and then Isaac comes back, I could be, my opinion could change a lot about the magic.
0: Right. Well, that is going to conclude our third episode of this week dealing with the Detroit Pistons. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, Once again, it's been 163 days since Brittany Griner has been detained in Russia. Uh, Her uh, trial is coming soon. Hopefully we can get her released back into the States. Back, you know safely, Um, you know, not just for us, but like as fans, but, you know, mainly for her family, her friends, the people that love her the most. Um, That's the main thing. Um, uh, Coming up next in our next episode tomorrow, we will be dealing with the Indiana Pacers, some of their moves, as long as our – Along with, uh, on Friday, we'll deal with the Milwaukee Bucks as well on Friday. So stay tuned for that, guys. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Facebook at Shots Aside. Make sure to send us some comments, um, some talking points at our Gmail account at Shots at gmail.com. From me and Matt here at Shots Aside, uh, we want to wish you guys a great week and a happy Wednesday till next time, guys. Peace. Peace.